Hi, I'm Jeff Ray, your host for Economic Outlook. Welcome to our program. We're back in the studio today for another great show. We hope you make plans each week to join us as we discuss the region's most important economic development initiatives with a panel of experts. At the Women's Business Center in Berrien County, they're helping women, people of color, veterans, and socially and economically disadvantaged individuals start and grow businesses in Southwest Michigan. We'll take a closer look at their work and share some lessons learned from their success coming up on Economic Outlook. In Berrien County, leaders believe that developing and nurturing homegrown businesses is key to their community's economic future. For the past 19 years, the Women's Business Center has been helping small businesses start and grow in Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties by providing critical resources such as business counseling and financial education. Today, joining me to talk about inclusive entrepreneurship and self-sufficiency opportunities are Kristen Patzer, the director of the Women's Business Center at the Cornerstone Alliance, and Christina Frank, the Vice President of External Affairs, also at the Cornerstone Alliance. Ladies, thank you for joining me today. Appreciate this. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so first time thank for both you. of you. I'm really grateful. I'm sorry that I haven't had you before, but we'll have just a kind of a fun time talking today. So, Christine, I'm going to come your way first. So, so if somebody's not familiar with Cornerstone, yeah. tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing up there. Yeah, so Cornerstone Alliance is the uh, leading economic development organization in Berrien County. We service all of Berrien County. Um, we've got about 34 municipalities. Um, we are an investor-driven organization, so every dollar that comes into our door is turned directly into back into the community in order to work on things like development, attracting businesses to the area, working to keep our existing businesses there and support them. Um, and then we do a, a number of other things outside of that kind of traditional economic development scope. Um, Kristen's going to talk a little bit about our entrepreneurship and WBC branch. Um, we also do some talent, assisting with talent attraction for our local employers. We have a first choice program, which is really a way to get people acclimated to our community. We all know that when you accept a job, kind of that, you know, bottom line, what your salary is going to be is really one of the deciding factors, but it's not the main factor. You want to know where you're going to live and and you're where your kids are going to go to school. So that program does that. Um, and we have several other programs. We um, just closed out a Move to Michigan program where we are incentivizing people to move to the great state of Michigan, mm -hmm. Southwest Michigan to be exact. Um, so yeah, we do a number of things great. to market our community and really get out there and compete for business. Great. So Kristen, I'm going to come your way. So tell us, a little, for people not familiar with the work at the Women's Business Center, tell us a little bit about the Women's Business Center. Thank you, Jeff, yeah. for having us yeah. today. So the Women's Business Center at Cornerstone Alliance is part of a national network of entrepreneurial support organizations. Um, we focus primarily on women, however that is not all that we serve. People of color, veterans, and low to moderate income individuals. That's what differentiates us from SCORE and SBDCs, which are our other SBA resource partners. Um, however, we cover Barry and Cass and Van Buren counties. There are only three WBCs in the state of Michigan, so we're very proud that we have one in Benton Harbor. We were also recognized last year by the Small Business Administration as the WBC of the year in the state of Michigan. And what we do um, is very wide ranging from talking to people as they're formulating their ideas, helping them to understand if it's marketable, viable, maybe 
if they're really cut out to be an entrepreneur, because we all know there's this um, sort of, sorry, I just made yeah, some no, no, sorry. Yeah. There's this, um, Tremendous risk and uncertainty. Risk. You think uncertainty, about some of right. that. Yeah, Glamour, so, that right. was the word. Yeah, I apologize. Right. Yeah, Glamour yep. to being an entrepreneur. And everyone always thinks of the positives right. about it. Yep. But it really is hard work. Yep. It's not all not having your own boss and ha making up your own schedule. So we help flush out ideas. We help with technical assistance, and by that I mean filing LLCs and EIN numbers and where you go for licensure, um, and also a wide array of programming and events as well. Great. Christina, I'm going to come back your way. So give, give us, maybe um, we're going to continue the talking about Women Business Center, but give us a little um, state of the economy, just sort of what, what, what's yeah. happening in really southwest Michigan. How is the economy going? How is the environment even for, for entrepreneurs these days? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, it's an interesting time we're in. Mm -hmm. It's such an interesting time we're in. And we saw with the pandemic, you know, a lot of that still kind of comes back to that. We saw people changing the way that they work. I think spending some more time at home, realizing like there's more to, there's more to you know, this, this life that I want to do than go to the office every day. So I think we saw an uptick in entrepreneurial interest then. Um, now we're starting to see, you know, we've had some big tech announcement layoffs, so that kind of trickles down. People are like, well, if I'm not working for corporate America, what will I be doing? That's, I think it sparks, you know, innovation, ingenuity. People want to then decide, okay, if I'm not in this box like I have created, then what else is out there? What else can I do? And a lot of people are interested in, in being their own boss and all of those things, but as Kristen said, there's there's a lot more work to it, but that entrepreneurial aspect of the economy is hugely important to any ecosystem. And in order to have a healthy functioning economy, you have to have entrepreneurs. You have to have people that are out there innovating and creating things and, and bringing new opportunities to the market. And so uh, we talked offset just about the number of small business owners. They are always going to be the backbone of every community. So we have to support them, and that's why Cornerstone thinks it is so important to have the WBC in-house, to be able to offer programs that you know, elevate our entrepreneurs and give them a, a fighting chance out in, in the big world. Right. So Kristen, I'm coming your way to just to expand on that thought a little bit. So, so post-pandemic, as, as Christina said, has, has changed a lot of things. Talk a little bit about just sort of recent history at the WBC, what, what you're seeing or experiencing uh, you know, almost daily with uh, interest from, um, from entrepreneurs uh, seeking to start or grow their business. Well, we really see a wide range of businesses, and that's the fun part mm -hmm. of the work. And we truly have so many talented intelligent people in our the three counties that we serve. Um, so, I mean, we see everything from what you think traditionally, retail, restaurants. Um, we have people, artists, creative people that need assistance with starting their own, you know, marketing services. Um, I mean, it's really a wide range. Some home-based businesses, childcare, beauty-related businesses, tech. I mean, it really runs the gamut of what's 
the interest that's out there right. and what people want to do. Yeah. So, so Christine, you talked about being the backbone of the community a little bit. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, Southwest Michigan has a great history of, of some entrepreneurs who have yes, who, who yeah. have uh, done uh, some terrific things. You, you know, make the pitch to somebody who's watching who who um, why they'd want to do it in Southwest Michigan versus somewhere else. Boy, I would say it's really it's about foundation and what we have set in front of us. So we have, you know, big names Whirlpool. We have the Uptons. We have you know, Merlin Hansen, we have all of these amazing innovators who have left a legacy in Southwest Michigan where it really has become, this is the place to come innovate and create. And so I think that, um, you know, to anyone out there watching, you, those are huge trailblazing names that have paved a way that you now have this wonderful opportunity to come in and, and really take advantage of all the groundwork that's been laid. Right. So, Kristen, back your ways. We're talking just even the resources. So, so um, somebody's sitting at home. They're they're watching this. They've had this idea. A again, help help. Uh, you talked a little bit about just kind of the counseling and some of the stuff that you do. But 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 um, help uh, somebody understand what what to do. How to how do we do this? How do I plug into this uh, resource that's out there? Sure. And just to reiterate what Christina just said, and to tout Southwest Michigan. We really have a wonderful support of entrepreneurs. And what I mean by why would you want to start a business in Southwest Michigan? Because of the camaraderie that's there, I genuinely see people rooting for one another. We don't really have a competitiveness that I see among the WBC clients or other businesses. What I see is they really want to help one another succeed and figure this thing out. And that's where the WBC comes in as well, that we're really the conduit mm -hmm. to connect people to resources to one another. Um, our services are free to low cost. It's very easy to get started in our program. And we do serve everyone. And that's what I've enjoyed the most really is watching the relationships form and see over time how those that really get involved with us flourish. And again, we have um, an advantage, our Women's Business Center, I feel, because we do have the resources of Cornerstone Alliance and the Small Business Administration. So we're able to connect to additional resources and work with our business development team at Cornerstone Alliance to really ensure we get them what they need. Great, so, so I'm gonna ask the hard, Quite, maybe not the hard question, <laughs> and I'll, actually maybe for either of you. So, so we, 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 many times we talk entrepreneurial resources and we're thinking about um, you know, counseling, how do I write a business plan and, and uh, how do I do my books and that kind of stuff. But the other critical questions on the resource side, I have this great idea, I need money for that. I think sometimes there's this perception that there's big buckets uh, full of money just waiting for entrepreneurs. <laughs> That's not always the case. <laughs> just talk to us a little bit about somebody who's, um, who has that idea, is looking for resources, what might be, what, what might be available or how you might uh, uh, direct them. I'll, I'll kind of start with some of our, yeah. um, you know, a lot of our clients come to us with different situations and, and as Kristen mentioned in the opening, you know, we, we try to focus on assisting kind of that underserved population. So individuals who don't have resources and a lot of them come to us that, you know, don't have a great credit score, don't have a lot of collateral. So we actually are lucky that we have a revolving loan fund. So we are allowed 
and able to give out microloans to our client, to the WBC clients. Mm -hmm. and, and the goal of that is to really help someone who may not be bankable in a traditional lending sense, to help them get that seed money, get on their feet, get up and get going with their business, take classes and, and learn skills to be able to be financially independent to get them to be bankable, to then go into a traditional lender, to have a lot more opportunities and access to finance. So mm -hmm. that's a tool that we have that I'm I'm excited about. I've we've seen it help individuals and mm -hmm. clients, and you know sometimes it's just everybody needs just a little something right. extra. So we have right. that in place. And then, Kristen, if you want to talk about other opportunities sure. as well. And Jeff, I think you make a great point. I think that's my number one question, yeah. right? Everyone thinks there's free money to start a business, and that's just not the case. And I like to be very direct about that. But like Chris said, there are microloan programs and other ways. Maybe that is we connect you with the credit counselor and we let you know, hey, you may not be able to get it today, but maybe in a year, if you do A, B, and C, you'll be able to get a small loan. And there are ways to go about it, but is there just free money? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what you were yeah. getting at, But right? I think back to why it's important to sort of plug in and then you can help advise them through this process and right. them into different yeah. processes. Right, and uh, yeah. we've yeah. seen it work. We've seen people Absolutely. that come in that are thriving now. And I think it takes patience and it takes some grit. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna actually leave the studio for a second. George Leffen Yotis, my co-host is out in the field. He's gonna show us one of those entrepreneurial success stories associated with the Women's Business Center. George, let me toss it to you. Thanks, Jeff. I'm in Benton Harbor, Michigan. I'm joined by LaShonda Smith, owner of Unique Elegance. Yes. LaShonda, thanks for taking the time to show me around this awesome facility that is so unassuming, right? I drove up here and the last thing I thought I was gonna find is this amazing event space. Before we kind of get to how this all happened, let's talk a little bit about you. You are a lifelong Benton Harbor area resident. Yes. Born and raised here and your life took some turns and there's maybe a little bit of tragedy, lost your parents and ended up having to go make ends meet and you put some dreams aside. Yes. What was that dream? What did you want to do? Well, my, my initial dream was to become an interior decorator. So that was my initial dream. Um, like, like you said, um, during my um, younger years, I took, took a turn, my life took a turn for the worse and I lost my mother. Um, after losing her, um, it kind of got ro rocky for me. So with the help of a lot of different resources, it kind of pulled me in an area where I could start doing what I needed to do. Yeah, yeah. And you went through a, a career that uh, in cosmetology that you yes. liked doing, mm -hmm. loved doing, but really still had this kind of itch to do something yes. in that interior design space. Yes. And I can tell that you have that love because this space is so well designed. I love it. Yeah. I, I'm doing what I love and I like what I'm doing. All right, so let's get to how you got there. So okay. You were, um, you decided the time was right in life for you to explore this dream, to try to be an entrepreneur. Um, what was it about entrepreneurship that attracted you? Well, pretty much I've, I've been an entrepreneur all my life because I've did hair. So I've always been a own, my own boss pretty much um, with a little bit of working outside of that. Um, just, just doing what I love to do was my biggest goal in life and that that's what I'm doing now. And in our talks before we went on the air, I really got the sense that you enjoy 
the autonomy and the individuality that comes with owning your own business. Yes. So as you approached this business, this is a big jump from what you were doing, wasn't yes, it? it? Yes, it was a very big jump, um, especially the space itself. But yeah, a big jump. So it is an event space. It is. Before we went on air, you said something about um, one of the biggest things that are kind of really taken over your book. You're booked out quite a, quite a ways. Yes, I am. Is um, baby showers. Baby showers, weddings, anniversaries, um, pretty much graduations, definitely. That, that season is coming up. So it's pretty much whatever a person wants me to do. Whatever their vision is, that's what I pretty much do. I bring it to light. And you now help them coordinate the party, coordinate catering, coordinate beverages, coordinate all of the various things that will go into making a successful event for these families. Yes. And how this space, how did you come about this space here? Well, I came about this space, I was, this, well, it was around the time of the pandemic. So that's when everything was taking place. I did a lot of my events out of local hotels and different things like that. So um, I just told my husband I was just ready. I was ready to find something. Um, it's a lot easier when you don't have to maneuver all over the place. So we just started looking for somewhere to go. And this was one of the locations that we looked at. And from what I understand, Cornerstone Alliance came to be a resource to you. Yes, Cornerstone Alliance actually was the first resource um, through Margaret Adams. Margaret um, basically walked me through every step of the way in the beginning that I needed to get myself established for my business. And these programs through Cornerstone are there to promote entrepreneurship in, in general, but also females becoming entrepreneurs and finding value in that. That is correct. And now I'm working um, with Jackie and Christian, and they are amazing. They have helped me with marketing. They've helped me with um, finding um, different locations if I needed. Um, they've helped me with networking. They've helped with a lot of different things that you def definitely need in order to make it. Did you find that process difficult or intimidating? I know a lot of times entrepreneurs or people that could use the help right. don't ask for it. And maybe because they think it'll be difficult or there'll be a, a real steep process, paperwork, that sort of thing. It's, How was that? It's funny that you mentioned that because that's a conversation that me and Jackie just had. For me, it was difficult for me because it was hard for me to ask for help. I've always did everything on my own, so it was hard for me to reach out to get the help that I needed. Now that I that I do have the help, it is a lot easier um, being able to go to resources and be able to be brought resources to actually help me get where I'm going. That's awesome. Now, uh, before we finish up, I did want to talk a little bit about your future because you've got some plans to grow. Yes. This is a great space, but you're you're looking the next step at maybe owning your own space, expanding yes. the size, getting better quality of, of de decorations and materials and putting on, you, what did you call it? Quality over quantity. Yes, quality yeah. over quantity. That's my favorite saying. Everybody knows that's what they hear me say all the time. I'm a quality individual, not necessarily quantity, because I know that quality gives you that vision that you really, really, really gonna sure. enjoy. Well, LaShonda, thank you for showing us around. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us and show us how this has been kind of a cool success story in your entrepreneur story. Thank you. Thank you. Jeff, back to you in the studio. I'm sure you're going to talk more about entrepreneurs and, and the different uh, categories of our society and how they're finding ways to succeed at their very own businesses. George, thank you. Appreciate the chance to look at uh, one of your great success stories. Kristen, we, um, out in the field, we had, got a chance to see one of the success stories, an entrepreneur that you've had a chance to, uh, to work some with. So, so give us an overall picture. Talk to us a little bit about this success. You've been, the center's been at this for a little bit long. Give us a feel for just kind of how many businesses it's impacting. 
Yes, well, our program started in 2004, and we just recently celebrated a milestone of starting our 250th business. And as I said, we cover Burying Cass and Van Buren counties, so we're very excited mm -hmm. about that. Um, to give you an idea, in 2022, we started 19 businesses. We've counseled and trained close to 1,000 individuals, so. Great. No, I think those are some terrific numbers. As yeah. you said, the backbone, and imagine if 250 businesses hadn't started in, in, uh, in Southwest Michigan, so an important piece there. So, you know, as, as we look at the number, about 40% of all businesses are women owned um, for, for various reasons. I think this is a, a great um, example of like, let's try to drive that number up and, and such. But, but we're also doing some other things in Berrien County to empower uh, women leaders in, yeah. in the area. So talk a little bit about some of those efforts. Yeah, so we actually have our kind of signature event coming up on March 2nd and it's called Flex Female Leadership Excellence. In this program, it's a panel style program where we bring in for just insanely powerful, inspiring, amazing female professionals to come in and talk to the audience. And, and it gives the audience an opportunity to really focus on those real world, real world questions or situations that they might have when it comes to their own personal and professional journeys. Um, and that's coming up, as I said, March 2nd. And it's really, we aim to have a panel who represents the entire room. So our goal is to be, anyone sitting in that room would be able to have something relatable to someone on that panel. So we've done a really excellent job of that. This is our second year. It sold out within a week of tickets being on sale last year. Tickets just went on sale this week and I've noticed, I think there's like 60 tickets left. So tickets are going really fast. Um, it's a well-received, amazing event. We do a free option as well because so many times you have these events and it's like, oh, we're gonna be inclusive, but tickets are a couple hundred dollars a piece. Well, then you've just cut out an entire group of people that you know, don't have the time and the money and, and to do that. So we do have a free option as well. We really want this to be inclusive. We really wanna support our female leaders in the community. All females can be leaders, so we wanna support that. And then we also wanna be sure that our local employers understand, as we're all in this war for talent, we have this population we should really be looking at because they are coming with knowledge and skills and talent and all of the things. So that's really what we're working on right now is promoting those female leaders in our community. Very exciting. So it sounds yeah. like some, some terrific programming there. So we're in our last about four minutes or so. So Kristen, come back your ways. We're you know, begin to wrap up a little bit. Again, for, um, for folks sitting, um, sitting on the couch that need that. I'll be honest, I, I never have been brave enough to be an entrepreneur. My, my <laughs> parents were entrepreneurs, my yeah. grandparents were, my right. great grandparents were entrepreneurs. I've always worked for um, somebody else. So it is a big, it's a big risk, it's a big leap, but sometimes it just needs the encouragement or support. So help, help, help move somebody from, uh, from the couch uh, or out of the, the chair here um, into, uh, into the entrepreneurship space. Well, I would say just come and talk to us. It's free. It doesn't obligate you to necessarily do it, but we can help you figure out that this idea in your head, whether it's viable, whether it's doable, and then at least by exploring it and making that step, you'll know either way. So it's a win-win. Yeah. And really there's nothing to be scared of because it's, it's not, it's just exploring the idea. Mm -hmm. And hey, 
I've seen people do it too that are hesitant. They talk to us. They realize the resources out there. Sometimes you don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know if I were just sitting on my couch what was out there to help. So I'd okay. say, hey, give us give us a call. Okay. <laughs> and Christine, will come your way. So, so um, Cornerstone has been such a mm -hmm. critical catalyst to uh, the revitalization yeah. uh, in Benton Harbor uh, mm -hmm. with partners like Whirlpool and others. But but, but somebody who's unfamiliar or, or with, with sort of the activity that's going yeah. on, help, help them understand why why St. Joe Benton Harbor, Berrien, any of the 34, I think, you know, yeah. uh, communities you mentioned in, in, in Berrien County or, or, or all of Southwest Michigan, why, um, why they be, what they should be thinking about as they're thinking about starting a business here? Well, you know, I think money speaks to everybody. And mm -hmm. so we are the 10th highest uh, per capita income in the entire state of Michigan. So come to Berrien County where you will make more than almost everyone else in the state, first and foremost, right? right? Yeah. Um, outside of that, I would say the quality of life. You know, we've got amazing communities. We have a lot of sort of small towns, but you have such access to big cities, right? We're 90 minutes from Chicago. You can be to Grand Rapids, you can be to Detroit, all within, you know, a couple hours drive. Not a big deal. So if, if you need that big city excitement every now and then, jump in your car and here you go. But really it's about, um, you know, good schools, great communities and we also, we have opportunities as you mentioned you know we've got whirlpool corwell health we have bosch and you name it we have a ton of manufacturers still in our community so there are opportunities for everyone and and we would love to have We'd love to have people come along, check great. it out. Great, Kristen, just as we leave, um, for, for people wanting more information about the Women's Business Center, where should we send them? The easiest is to visit our website, cornerstonewbc.com. We also have a Facebook page, just search Women's Business Center at Cornerstone Alliance. Great, ladies, thank you so yeah. much for your time today. I really Thanks appreciate this. It's a so great you. programming. We look forward to have you back for some updates in the future. So. All right. Thank That's you. it for our show today. Thank you for watching on WNAT or listening to our podcast. To watch this episode again and any of our past episodes, you can find Economic Outlook at WNIT.org or find our podcast on most major podcast platforms. We also encourage you to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. I'm Jeff Ray. I'll see you next week. This WNIT local production has been made possible in part by viewers like you. Thank you.